Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour with Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Bringing you the best stories of Mississippi's people. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour.
gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. Securing America. The Department of Defense addressing the issue of military suicides in a continuing effort to reduce the number of deaths recorded in that manner. This following recommendations made by an independent committee. Pentagon spokesman General Pat Ryder. Immediate actions to be taken stemming from the committee's recommendations focus on improving access to mental health care, through initiatives such as expediting hiring for behavioral health professionals. The idea is to provide help for troops who may be struggling more quickly. And although the suicide rate among active duty troops decreased 15% in 2021, Ryder says there is more work to be done. We will exhaust every effort to promote the wellness, health, and morale of our total force, be there for one another, and save lives. The Pentagon has not yet signed off on recommendations from the committee to restrict gun and ammo purchases by younger troops, including a potential minimum age of 25, to do so. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Fox on Tech. Hey, Microsoft Office users, remember Clippy? That was the animated paperclip that tried to be your assistant when writing in Word, running numbers in Excel, or making slides in PowerPoint. Microsoft did away with it years ago, but Microsoft is announcing a new AI called Copilot for the Microsoft 365 apps. It's powered by GPT from OpenAI and won't be a piece of cartoon office supplies, but a chatbot that you can ask to do certain things within the Office 365 environment, including Microsoft Teams. For instance, you can ask Copilot to create a presentation in PowerPoint based on a Word document you created. Copilot will also integrate with Outlook to manage your inbox. Microsoft is now testing the AI with a small group, but will expand to more users in its preview phase and eventually offer it to the 365 subscribers. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. This is House Call for Health. The elevator or the stairs. If you're concerned about a healthy lifestyle, you should start walking because those steps count. The American Council on Exercise says 10 minutes of stair climbing for a 165-pound person burns 100 calories. It'll also strengthen leg muscles and give you an energy boost. Dr. Kelly Jones is a performance dietitian and consultant in Philadelphia and tells Fox News Digital, compared to walking on a flat surface, climbing stairs requires people to raise their own body weight against the forces of gravity, putting extra stress on muscles and the cardiorespiratory system. Dr. Jones went on to say when stairs are taken regularly, the body is better able to recover from added stress to become stronger and more metabolically efficient, positively impacting health. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. This show was previously recorded. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Friday 
watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can also watch good things live on Seaspire TV. If you got that, we are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And for those, I guess, in central Mississippi and maybe up, it could turn into a weather being weather aware for this afternoon into the night. So just be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, the northwestern quadrant of the Magnolia State is the most in danger of severe weather. But the line of storms that will be making its way across Mississippi tonight and into early tomorrow morning looks kind of nasty. I mean, it's got a whole bunch of dark reds and purples in there. And uh, with the way there's energy in the atmosphere, with the way the line looks, with the way the wind's blowing, you could see strong winds blowing limbs down, knocking trees down in some places. You could see hail and there is the chance for some tornadoes to pop up. So, yeah, you're, you're going to want to keep your head on a swivel tonight and stay weather aware. <sighs> Which means make sure you have your weather alerts turned on and up. So in case you need to take precautions or whatever throughout the night hours, I always say it like, why during the night? I mean, late afternoon's fine. Like, let me get home from work. <laughs> if I could schedule my tornadoes around my busy life and my convenience, please, God, that would be please and thank you. Uh, but no, I mean, obviously, nothing to joke about, but still just being weather aware and being cautious. If you've been enjoying the last day or two of nice weather and you might have set up one of those uh, umbrellas on your back porch. Oh, take those down. Might want to go ahead and take it down because the wind, if nothing else, the wind is kicking up. And then the the wind, I mean, umbrellas and the trampolines are two things. Just make sure they are secured. But definitely the umbrellas. Those things are like flying torpedoes whenever they catch a big gust of, of wind under them. And it would be devastating or sad at, the, at least. Not as devastating as finding out that mosquito hawks don't actually eat mosquitoes. So now I need to know, do anteaters eat ants? Have yes, I, they do. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But... We talked about Granddaddy Longlegs, or Harvestmen, as they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be known. One of the myths is that they're one of the most venomous spiders on the planet, but they can't bite you and break the skin. Well, neither of those are true. They are venomous, and they can break the skin. They aren't anywhere near the world's most venomous, and they really can bite you. Well, now I'm terrified. They do look extraordinarily creepy. I did read where... Oh, what's the spider, the wolf spider that can get really big? Oh, yeah. Do they eat other spiders? They eat spiders. Okay. And fleas and ants and all kind of other bugs you don't want around. So get familiar with the wolf spider. The bigger they are, the more they've been protecting your house, I assume. And then I know like with snakes, it's most of most of us feel like all snakes should die. There's, I say all snakes, but and king snakes have, have created an affection and at least my heart, because one, I can point them out like you can see the little speckles on their back. So you feel a little bit and they are kind of territorial, which, again, sentimental, mushy heart. If you stick around, then and you're, and you're not poisonous, obviously, you know, I become like you get named and, you know, our family looks for you. And we've had one at every house and we've been sad to leave it. But um, that we've ever been at. Do they actually eat other snakes is that true yes or do they snakes will eat other snakes they'll eat rodents they'll eat lizards they'll eat you might not like this one if memory serves i think king snakes will even eat turtle eggs oh that's sad i don't have a whole lot of turtles i don't think hatching 
around where I live. But the, since you mentioned turtles, though, I did uh, another good um, animal headline. This one's out of Texas. But this also may, may take your breath away if you're if you're thinking about becoming a dad or a mom later in life. A first-time dad at 90 years old. It was a turtle out of Houston Zoo. <laughs> okay. I should have stopped. That makes sense. I should have stopped the headline with first-time dad at 90 years old. Mr. Pickles and his partner, 43, I mean, 53-year-old Mrs. Pickles. So they're married. You do the math. He got himself a, I guess she, no, she's not the cougar. He got himself. He robbed the cradle. He robbed the cradle. (laughs) They welcomed three hatchlings, Deal, Jalapeno, and I think Herkin. Maybe saying that one wrong, but that's okay. Gherkin? Gherkin? Yeah, with a G. Gherkin. Gherkin, Jalapeno, and Deal. Mr. Pickles. You got to continue the, the pickle line. You got to continue the pickle line. Thank you. But yes, first time dad at 90 years old. Here's my thing. How, who's been around that man for 90, not man, male tortoise, turtle, for 90 years to know that this is his first go round? <laughs> Was he excited? Like, did he share? I was about to say, were there any like telltale signs that it was his first? I don't know. But Mr. and Mrs. Pick- Mrs. Pickles had their first three um, hatchlings over the weekend. And it's, big, it's a big deal. <laughs> oh, that's what they named their first one, I assume. Let's shift to some good things that are going over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. We were a day late, but that's okay. You guys really got into this one um, yesterday. Yesterday was National Chip and Dip day and i love it when they're vague so it's not like a specific food or food or it's um that you have to celebrate they kind of just give you a combination and then you get to share what your favorite one is and you guys really have a lot of differing 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 what's the right word Dif- varying varying it's differing <laughs> Differing is not a word. Different is a word. Different. <laughs> Conflicting. That's one. Varying. Differing. 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 Is it spelled different? <laughs> what would be the correct spelling if you were going to use different? Differing. It would be different. I-N-G. That's what I said. I don't think that's a real word, though. Oh. Should be. On what is the best chip and dip combination? Because the sky is really the limit. You got something crunchy, and then you dip it in something, and then you have a chip and dip com- combination. What's yours? I answered this during lunch yesterday, and I literally went through a list in my head until my mouth started watering. And the one <laughs> it started watering on, that's the one I went with. But my choice is really anywhere, but I chose two restaurants, Ruby Tuesdays and O'Charlie's, because they were the, the kind of memories i had mm-hmm. of having really good spinach and artichoke dip but it's set off even more if you have good spin dip and it's being served with those really thin tortilla chips the like really the, the crispy thinnest ones of possible that tortilla. has like the red dusty stuff on top oh, of yeah. it yeah that's really good that is really good i it would be a hard hard tort. this is my love language chips and dip salty crunchy like this is this is where i thrive and i'm not really sure i have met a combination that i don't like or wouldn't try but it's really hard 
to pass up just a good old queso and then a good a good chip for the dip. The ceasefire text line was doing their best <laughs> to help you out. From the 601, we have differentiating. That's an option for you. And then several people, Matt, Mark, Jeff, Fred, from the 601, differing instead of differenting. I like Amanda from Pike County, beg to differ. Y'all beg to differ on your chip and dip combination. I feel like that's just a miss. It should be if Mississippi had a dictionary, differing should just be thrown in there in some some capacity. Matt and Tupelo, differing. I feel differing. I don't know why it's so hard for me. That's the right one, though. But you got it. You got the you got the gist of it that there are multiple ways that you can combine something crunchy and something creamy and dip it in there. I don't know. It's also hard, like homemade salsa, a good and not even necessarily like from your home, a restaurant made, like in-house made salsa. Well, almost see, I like mine almost. They're like a like a pico, but not quite chunky. a pico. Chunky. But still have you know like a little liquid to it that's not a it's not a pico it's a salsa to me, and it has to have a little bit of heat so you keep going back for it because that's like the cool thing about spicy foods. Maybe I'm just weird, but when it comes to taking a chip and dipping it into salsa, like a tortilla chip into <clears throat> salsa, I like the salsa to be as runny and liquid as possible. But if I'm putting salsa on a dish, I want it to be chunky. Like Pico. Because you don't want wet food, moist food. But there's always, it's a bit of a challenge to get as much of the fluid, liquid salsa onto a chip as possible. Ooh, nutta butter and a Nutella. That takes it to a completely different level. Lay's original dip and a good amount of cheese. Lay's original and a good amount of cheese. From the 601, different ways to differentiate the difference of differentiation. I like you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate all of you. All right, stick with us. we got more up next. And the radio world, a lot of sea songs. See the love in my woman's eyes. Feel the touch of my precious child. And no mother's love. This show was previously recorded. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from your Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. But it is Friday here on Good Things. So we got Tanya in the house to talk movies. Welcome, Tanya. 
Thank you. And How you, are you? You said ruffles and French onion dip, and I yeah. was like, oh man, that is like a it's classic. So easy. It's and you ha- it has to be the one that comes in a little tin can <laughs> that you pull back the little top with. Like, let's not get fancy. They got it right the first time. Yeah, and and that is good. But my favorite is the kind that you get in the refrigerated section. You oh, know, you you bump it up just yeah. a little bit of a notch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm free free. You're free free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, you you had all the uh, hors d'oeuvres for the Oscar party, yeah, so, so we, I won't get dip again for a while. <laughs> all right, so what's hitting the uh, big screen this weekend? Well, there's three big new releases this weekend. Wow. Um, the first one is called A Good Person, and this one has Florence Pugh in it, um, and our very own Morgan Freeman. So ah. anytime he shows up, I'm happy. Um, it is a rated R drama. And it's about a girl who survives a very tragic accident and is kind of just reeling from that. And, and you know, um, she's just so grief-stricken over what's happened and just trying to find redemption and keep going, you know. And so, you know, Morgan Freeman is the good can't person? go wrong. I don't know. I haven't Have seen, seen it, it yet. I was like, he can't, yeah, he can't yeah. not be, right? Like, he was God. Like, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's in her life, and um, it's sort of the one that I believe is kind of directing her and guiding her. Gotcha. So I think it's going to be a good one. They have a connection. I don't want to spoil anything because I have seen little chunks of it, but I haven't seen the whole I thing. I hope that's one that goes to streaming. It's probably not one that's going to get me to a movie, like, without kids. Yeah. But I would totally love to support him and at least see it. Yeah, and it's like I'm starting to, you know, I'm all for going to the theater and I want you to go to the theater to see movies, but I kind of got spoiled being able to watch them at home, especially right now, you know, and I know you're going through the same thing where you've got kids going in every direction and you've got to be four places at the same time. It's really hard at this time of year for me to get to the theater. So I do miss especially all the streaming for options. me. It's the options like to be super picky with your time when you don't have kids. It's like, is this is this worthy of the yeah. three or four hours? Yeah. After? Instead of seeing everything, you you know, you have to narrow it mm-hmm. down for sure um and then the other um new release is the or the other one that is not going to be number one i guess that's what i should say it's the last king and this is a good one for those of you who really just like to watch good performances um it's going to be a good one i don't think we'll see it come oscar time but it is um you know a very strong cast um and stephen coogan is in it who is always great with any role he's in he's a very prestigious british actor and um it's the story of um it's it's inspired by a true story um by a lady who believes that she has made an archaeological find of the century um and it's actually the last burial site of king richard the third and so she takes on some of britain's most um infamous historians to try to prove herself right and um Sally Hawkins is the the leading actress on that one too and she's always great she was in that one that that weird movie that won an Oscar a few years ago I've already forgotten. It's the fish man. Um, in terms of Oscars, what's the likelihood that something that comes out, I feel like they all know whether it's going to get Oscar buzz or not, or do they even think about that in terms of their timing of release? Because it feels like if it comes out right after Oscars are over, is it really gearing itself up for the next one? No. Am I overthinking I mean, the whole process? I really think that if it comes out, 
this time of year used to is really where all the duds parked. I mean, anything really before late, well, I would say first quarter of the year. So, you know, first, probably really until about Memorial Day. That just meant that the studio really wasn't going to back it up come Oscar time. Um, but I'm sure some things have come through. Um, but yeah, it's like, and especially right now with the pandemic, with release dates being all messed up, you probably can see it more right now. Like I'm thinking everything everywhere all at once, maybe even was released about this time last year. Um, and who knew what was going to happen right. with it? Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely strategic. You wonder if it would have been released under normal circumstances, what it would have had the same. Yeah. 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 You just timing never know. Is everything. It, timing is everything. It was a story that just resonated with people. And, you know, you had to get to this place in time for that to happen. So yeah. who knows? Um, but I think there is a lot of planning and thought behind a lot of that. Um, but the big release this weekend is John Wick, Chapter 4. This one will definitely come out on top, no doubt about it. Speaking of Shazam, did not do well. Really? I, I, I really thought that it probably wouldn't do as well as some other big movies like that as far as, you know. Is it because they don't have the following like that the other ones do? Or? Well, you know, just like Marvel, you've got your diehard DC people that have kind of, there. there's a big group that will not support a film if it does not involve Zack Snyder. Uh, you know, and and I, so they're saying that has some to do with it. A lot of the DC people didn't turn up. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, Zach came out, Zachary Levi came out this week and said, you know, I don't think it was marketed right, that they really didn't market it to families and that it is a family movie. Now, I agree with him. I think it is a good, feel-good kind of movie. But like I said last week, there were a couple of really scary scenes. So family, if you have older kids, I mean, young, I don't know, I would say maybe 10 and up, something like that. You know, based on your own child, you've got to make that decision. But there's no way I would take like a six or seven year old. I mean, to me, it's just a little bit scary. Um, But, you know, not all kids are the same. So it may not bother some like it would have mine at that age. And then probably parents don't necessarily want to go see something they don't know necessarily about where you would. Like you feel like you're connected to the Marvel universe a little bit deeper yeah yeah yeah. and so and as we know dc has just kind of been scattered all this time um so but they're trying to right that wrong and so maybe you know this that was the last of the old dc releases so maybe things will change but i'm disappointed and you know as we talked about him last week zachary's such a good guy it's like i really wanted want him to be successful which he is even if the film doesn't do well maybe it'll do better in streaming well that and you still have lots of other countries and you know it did make 35 million which is not shabby you know it just didn't blow it it out of the water yeah it just didn't do what they anticipated so john wick Um, he still hadn't died he still (laughs) he has not how many lives does he have him and puss in boots should go like do a movie (laughs) together (laughs) yeah and keanu has gone on record and said as long as they're making the movies he's there so you know it could go on forever um the series there is a spinoff called ballerina i think um that he is set to make a cameo in if i remember correctly i read about that a while ago but yeah so this one um john is in new york city um plotting his revenge on the high table which is the group of 
um, bad guys, uh, cartel. Is that who killed uh, his dog? In like the first or second one? Oh, no. I'm not sure. Minus says no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was devastated. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't the mess people with that the killed his dog and stole his car are loosely related to the high table, but the high table are the uh, the big, important, influential people pulling the strings behind the scenes. I remember for sitting up and this. going, "They did that. They let him do that. They, they actually <laughs> killed the dog." <laughs> it's like okay, it's there like goes dogs ten and babies. people, but you the don't, dog. No, no, dogs and babies are off limits. You should yeah. know. <laughs> um, but he's hiding underground, plotting revenge with the Bowery King. And um, anyway, he has to travel uh, to to start his revenge process. Uh, first off, he kills the elder. Which I don't think I'm spoiling anything here um who is the only person that's kind of he's over the high table sort of and um anyway so this triggers everybody going after him of course um but this movie was the last movie uh, or one of the last movies um of Lance Reddick, who we talked about a couple weeks ago, Rhino told us while we were on the air that he had passed away. Um, he's got one more movie coming up on Disney Plus, uh, one of the little sorcerer movies. I've forgotten the name of it, but anyway, um, so that's kind of bittersweet because yeah. he's, he's, I just can't believe he's gone. He's only 60 years old. But, um, anyway, this one is rated R, and all I can say, is if you like the other ones, you're going to like this one. Yeah. I mean, and I really don't think you have to see the ones before to, don't, to keep the dog up. Does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know they do a good job of kind of you. You know what's yeah. going on. You know what you know what you're getting into if you're going to yeah, get into yeah. the fourth one. All righty, we appreciate you, Tanya. You guys stick with us. We we'll get more for you up next. This show was previously recorded. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. back to good things don't forget you can watch us on your computer your mobile device just head on over to supertalktv.com coming up next tuesday you got middays with jar gibbert he is on the road he's going to broadcast live at communiversity uh coming up tuesday he'll tell you all about the lowndes county job fair in conjunction with the governor's job fair network so you can tune into that on tuesday from 10 to 1 right here on super talk you can also go around the state and make sure you register for your morgan wallen tickets he's coming to oxford he will be here april the 23rd with Mississippi Boy Hardy. He's going to be at the Vault Hemingway Stadium there in Oxford. If you want to find out where you can register for tickets, just go to supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen to find the full list of registration locations. <clears throat> Again, that's two sweet seat tickets that are up for the Morgan Wallen Sunday show, April 23rd. 
It is brought to you by Farm South First South Farm Credit. Y'all, I'm going to get to the end of this day, I promise. King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. I appreciate Jeff and Oxford that said, we need to create a Rebecca Turner book of words. My husband would have appreciated that almost two decades ago, Jeff, and he has been filling, him and Rhino, who's my work husband, have been diligently filling those in over the last several years to try to interpret interpret whatever the heck comes out of uh, my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Things just pop into my head and then they, you know, it sounds right to me. That's all I can. That's all I can say. Jeff said he also went to watch Cocaine Bear this past week and he necessarily he wasn't necessarily a fan. I could see that. But the, hey, that's what reviews are for. Hey, went what my thing just letting you know and you know you move on you mentioned though one of the movies that's that tanya was talking about should have been a movie a really long time ago oh yeah the story of finding the body of king richard the third the historical record of it sounds like a movie script before it ever even became a movie because the the historical record said that King Richard III was the last English king killed in battle, and his body was dumped by the victors of the battle in the river, and the remains would never be found. And this one lady, I forget her name, bless her heart, she was convinced that she could find King Richard III's body 500, 600 years after the fact. And she was convinced it was in this one area Well, this one area used to be part of a priory or a nunnery or something like that. But currently, it's a parking lot. And in the parking lot, there are different parking places. And one of the parking places was marked with an R for reserved. But she saw it as, oh. An omen. It's it's R for Richard. He's got to be right here. And everybody thought she was crazy. I wish she had been. There's no way this is going to work. There's there's no way. And then, sure enough, they dig right there in that parking space marked with an R. And there's King Richard III's body. Surprise! Man, to be her and be validated in that moment. I hope they show that in the movie. I hope they completely show how she responded and reacted. I just sat down and smoked a cigarette. Yeah! <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and it wasn't even because you think about it. Okay, how do you know it was King Richard the Third? You just found a skeleton in the ground under a parking lot. Except historians know that King Richard the Third suffered from scoliosis. He had curvature of the spine. His right shoulder was mm-hmm. higher than his left shoulder. They knew wounds he had gotten in the battle that killed him and stuff like that. And the more they sat there and looked at this skeleton in the parking lot, and they're like, "That's got to be him." Of course, they did the due diligence and did DNA testing and all that kind of stuff and discovered, yeah, it really is King Richard III's body. That's crazy. See, those are the type of stories I absolutely love. And sometimes, you know, the truth is more fascinating than anything fiction. You almost couldn't make that up. And then to have that opportunity to see it in film, that that would be one I would, I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, but it would be one that I would totally be into um, watching. I love documentaries on stuff like that. Or just reading about how you found the different sort of um, important bindings. That would be the same as you you know for a fact there's buried treasure in your backyard and X marks the spot. And then just so happened the grass dies in an X. And you're like, hey, look, there's an X in the backyard. And you start digging and then there's treasure. It just seems so unlikely. Yes, just ask the Oak Island people. <laughs> They're on what season now? And they've gotten all kinds of 
premonitions, ideas, thought processes. Rune stones. Rune stones. Heavy equipment. Heavy equipment stuck in there. Millions of dollars down the drain. Yeah, but they're also making millions of dollars off of this, off the TV show and the popularity of it. It's like now if they found it. That's how you know if they ever do find it. There's going to be a commercials for a three-hour special. This is true. We're wrapping this up. We're dying a bow on it. That's what we're doing here on Good Things, wrapping it up for the week and the day. But you got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. This show was previously recorded. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.